A lot of people don't know this, but Australia has some of the most amazing opportunities when it comes to working in the agricultural sector. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to get a job or even migrate to Australia or do a working holiday in this industry. And we'll, of course, be rewarding you with a special discount uh, and also maybe a, a little bit of information about getting that job at the end as a thank you to our listeners. Hi, I'm Rhea Favole, CEO and founder of Solvi Migration, providing simple solutions for Australian migration. If you want to work, study, or even just vacay in Australia, and you've come to the right place for expert tips on how to stop the confusion and choose the right pathway for a holiday, student visa, or permanent residency in Australia. Join me on Making Australian Migration Easy. As we say in Australia, no worries, mate. Are you looking for a new and exciting opportunity in a scenic country with great job prospects? Australia is one of the most beautiful countries in the world and it's also home to some of the best agriculture jobs. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to come to Australia and work in the agricultural industry. Hey there, welcome to the third episode of Making Australian Migration Easy. I'm Rhea Favole, your host and CEO and founder of Solvi Migration and a former immigration official. This will be a big episode because there are so many opportunities to come to Australia and work in the agriculture sector. A lot of people don't know this, but Australia has some of the most amazing opportunities when it comes to work in this sector. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to get a job and migrate and work in agriculture. We'll, of course, be rewarding our listeners with a great couple of offers towards the end. So sit back, relax, and let me show you what Australia has in store for you in agriculture. In last week's episode, we talked about the three big mistakes that people make with planning or not planning their migration. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I suggest you jump back and have a look at this afterwards. This week, I want to focus on what you can do to come to Australia and specifically to work in the agriculture sector. There are lots of opportunities to come to Australia and live and work in the agriculture sector. Some of these can be farm work and you can combine that with a holiday, or you can do temporary work to get some experience and earn some money here. Or you may want to get a permanent visa and settle in Australia with work in the agriculture sector. If you're a young person, you may be interested in coming to Australia to have a longer holiday or maybe take a gap year from your studies while you work to earn money. If that's the case, a working holiday visa may be the best option for you. There are two types of working holiday visas to come to Australia. One is called a subclass 417 working holiday visa and the other is a subclass 462 working work and holiday visa. Each of these are valid for 12 months and some are slightly different in terms of age limits and which countries it's available to and some have caps to how many visas for each country. These quirky differences are because uh, uh, they're based on bilateral agreements that the Australian government has with each country separately. Anyway, to be eligible for the 417, you need to have a passport from uh, Belgium, Canada, Cyprus, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, uh, Hong Kong, Ireland, Italy, Japan, South Korea, Malta, Netherlands, Norway, Sweden, uh, Taiwan, and last but not least, United Kingdom. You'll also need to be 18 to 30 years of age when you lodge the application, 
well, you can be up to 35. You have a passport from Canada, Denmark, France, or Ireland, or Italy. And this is because of that bilateral arrangement that I mentioned earlier. Whereas for the subclass 462, it's different passports. You must have a passport uh, either from Argentina, Austria, uh, Brazil, Chile, China, the Czech Republic, uh, Ecuador, Greece, Hungary, Indonesia, Israel, uh, Luxembourg, Malaysia, Mongolia, Peru, really racking my brain here. Uh, what else? Uh, you've got Portugal, San Marino, Singapore, the Slovak Republic, Slovenia, Spain, Switzerland, Thailand, uh, there's also Turkey, Uruguay, United States of America, and more recently, Vietnam. Uh, soon India will be added to that list. Uh, these visas are capped and the caps are different per country, just something to be aware of. You will have to be 18 to 30 years of age at the time you make your application. Uh, you need to meet functional English and you'll need to have either completed a tertiary uh, qualification or completed at least two years of undergraduate university studies. The great thing about these visas and agricultural work is that if you complete at least four months of work on a farm, you can apply for a further 12-month working holiday visa, and you can do this twice after your first visa, which means you could have up to three years in Australia if you choose to do the, that kind of work. It's a great option to stay here and see and experience the rural and regional parts of Australia. And for some people, they discover that they love it so much, they go on and uh, get professional qualifications and stay in those fields. Topic two, if you're wanting to come to Australia on a temporary basis and working agriculture to gain experience or money, there are a number of uh, temporary visa options you can consider. If you're highly specialised in your skills and experience and maybe work as an agricultural consultant, engineer, scientist or crop specialist or animal specialist, then the temporary specialist subclass 400 might be for you. You just need to be mindful that it is only for about three to six months. Um, it's not suitable for ongoing work. It can't be extended either. Another temporary visa option is what is called the Pacific Labor Mobility Scheme. Uh, and under this, you can apply for a subclass 403, which is valid for nine to months to four years. Um, and to be eligible, this is only for certain passports within the Pacific that Australia has agreements with, and that's Fiji, Kiribati, Nauru, Papua New Guinea, Samoa, Solomon Islands, Timor-Leste, Tonga, Tuvalu, Vanuatu, and recently I understand that Vietnam has also been added on there too, uh, or will be. Uh, the scheme provides you with opportunities to gain skills in Australia and income to send back to your family and community. Just keep in mind that there are very limited ways to gain permanent residency after this type of visa. Finally, I wanted to discuss options if you want to stay longer term or to get permanent residency. There are many visas to consider, some of which uh, may take a couple of visas if your goal is to get permanent residency. The first thing to understand is whether or not you have skills or work experience that meet the skilled requirements for a visa. Uh, for most skill visas, you'll need to have a skills assessment to show that your work experience, qualifications and English skills meet the Australian occupation standards. If you've not yet met these uh, requirements, don't worry. What you can look at doing, and we can certainly provide assistance and guidance, 
is apply for a subclass 500 visa with a study option. Study something with the correct qualifications. Then if you're already here in Australia and you have studied, uh, or if you're about to do on-the-job training substantially with an organisation, the 485 graduate visa might be an option or the um, subclass 407 training visa is also an option. Then from there, I wanted to talk about, I guess, what we call pathway visas. So the subclass uh, 482 and similarly the 494 visas, they are long-term temporary visas. Uh, but if you, most of them, if you're able to stay on for three years or longer, you'll be eligible um, to be uh, able to get a permanent residency visa. So in the case of the subclass 482, um, if your employer nominates you, you can apply for the subclass 186, uh, which is a permanent residency visa. With the subclass 494, which is um, specific to regional jobs, which most jobs in the agricultural sector are, so we'll quite commonly see people in this pathway, as long as you've got an employer to sponsor you, after three years on this visa, you can independently apply for permanent residency. So that's a, a good option for some people. Uh, then also, if you've had your skills positively assessed, I had mentioned in previous episodes there's something called the um, State and Territory Nomination Schemes. Um, they have two visa subclasses. One is called the subclass 491. Uh, that's valid for up to five years, and that is for regional areas. So again, a really good one in terms of agriculture, but you'll just need to be aware uh, you do need to have a skills assessment. Once again, all of these options will need a skills assessment. And then you will need to put in an expression of interest with the relevant state or territory after you've done your research to see whether or not your occupation is on their list. So not every state or territory will nominate every occupation. You just need to be mindful of that. Um, then they also have the subclass 190 visa, and that is a permanent visa with the state and territory nomination. Um, those, there's, there's sort of uh, more limited numbers of of those and they'll be a lot more specific and targeted with the types of occupations that they might invite. So uh, generally more highly skilled for that going straight to the permanent residency. There's also another pathway, which is the subclass 189 skilled independent visa, um, which is a great permanent residency visa. Um, again, that is uh, a, another nominated one by the Australian government. So you would be putting your expression of interest on Skill Select, which is the Department of Home Affairs website. You will need to have had your skills assessed. And just be mindful in the agriculture sector, um, there are only uh, limited occupations and skill sets uh, that will receive invitations uh, for this particular pathway. Um, finally, as of November 2022, which is last year from when I'm recording this, um, there is the subclass 191 skilled regional visa. So if you have been on, if you um, go through the state and territory nomination process and you secure the subclass 491, um, which was the, uh, the five-year visa that I was talking about, um, after holding that for um, three years, at this point you will then be able to apply independently uh, for the 191 skilled regional, which is a permanent residency visa. 
So a lot to take in, I, I do realise. So I thank you for bearing with me. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining me for the third episode of Making Australian Migration Easy. Please do like, subscribe, follow, and give us those five-star ratings if you've enjoyed the show and we'll be able to provide you with more information on this show. Um, also, as promised, thank you so much for listening out. I just wanted to let you know we actually have uh, formed a wonderful partnership uh, with the Australian Working Adventures or um, and uh, with their particular program, they're able to provide a job matching services. They're affiliated with hundreds of farms uh, across Australia. Um, so if you're thinking very seriously that you're ready to migrate and you've already got skills and experience working in the agricultural sector, um, please do get in touch with us and um, we might be able to assist also with the job matching process if you have the right skills that they're looking for. And last but not least, the tip that is available for all of you, of course, for listening, thank you. We would love to offer you $50 off um, a paid consultation to help uh, planning your migration pathway. You'll have formal legal advice um, with guidance and steps that you'll be able to decide what your immigration pathway is on. In order to access that, you just need to jump onto our website. That's www.solvi, that's S-O-L-V-I, migration.com.au or solvi.au. And from there, if you click to book a consultation and enter the code 50OFF, that's 50OFF, you will receive $50 off your first consultation. And please do hurry uh, because that will be only available for a limited time for our valued listeners. Thank you so much, everyone, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Making Australian Migration Easy with me, your host, Rhea Favole. If you're ready to get started on your pathway to Australia, you can book a consultation on our website, solvimigration.com.au. That's solvimigration.com.au. If you've enjoyed the show and have learned a thing or two, please share, rate and review our podcast. Your feedback means the world to us as we try and let more people know the best way to study and work in Australia in a way that sets them up for long-term success. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you later.